0: Call to the booth. Broncos still in his playoff hunt. The Bengals are coming to town this week. Paul, drop this beat.
1: Harrison Sanford, keep Tlaib, call to the booth right here on Altitude TV if you're in the Rocky Mountain region. And shout out to everybody who subscribed to us on the podcast feed. Obviously, a big time win for the over the Detroit Lions this past weekend for the Broncos, keeping them in the playoff hunt. But uh, that win uh, came in after the passing of Demarius Thomas, one of Akib's former teammates. Uh, I think we should just talk about uh, what DT meant to you, Akeeb, not just as a teammate, but as a friend uh, before we talk about anything uh, that happened on the field this past weekend for the Broncos?
0: Definitely, man. Uh, first, DT definitely going to be missed, man. It's so out the blue, man. I, I got that call from Vaughn, man. Me and Von sat quiet on that FaceTime for five minutes just saying nothing at all. It's so shocking, man. So DT definitely going to be missed uh, in the, at home, and in, in, in the NFL, man. He's definitely going to be missed. But uh, for me... D T was just, I just remember that big heart, man. I remember that that always joking, always smiling, always playing around, man. Uh that huge heart. Uh that damn near a member of the no fly zone, man. You it's hard to find pictures, it's hard to find us. Cause it, you got your team, right? And then you got like us, us meaning the guys. We stayed at, we almost lived at Vine House, man. It's we got our own codes to get in there. We always over there. And it's always defensive guys. There's a bunch of D-linemen, linebackers, DBs. And it's that one kicker, B Mac, and it's that one offensive guy, DT, who always over there, man. You you would think he was an outside linebacker or something, how much he hung with us, man. So damn, just just to just those memories, man, just those times at Von quit, man. That's all I could think of, man. And uh just that big heart, man. How much I I just went to the draft in Atlanta and did the the work for Bleacher Report, and uh, hit him up, told him I'm out here, man, and just him. How much he went out his way to make sure I was straight. Came, got me, did this. We went here just to make sure I was straight. That's that's just that's just D T for you, man. He just always looking out for people, man. The amount of people who who he took care of, man. Everybody who has something to do with his upbringing, he taking care of them people, making sure they straight, man. So. All I could think about is, is, is the vibe he had when he was around us, man, that big heart, that big smile. And uh, he definitely going to be missed, man. I'm glad the Broncos showed a bunch of love in the game, man. They, they did everything they could do to show as much as, as much love as they could, man. Cause he, he one of the best Broncos ever. It's crazy, man. Payton called me that night at midnight. I talked to Payton for 15 minutes just about DT, man. It's, it's super sad it's super sad that 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 tragic tragic event happened to DT man but my mom always tell me never put a question mark with god put a period and uh it happened you know what i'm saying so DT in a, a much better place right now man i'm sure he's smiling he he happy right now he's stress free and uh he in paradise now man so i i never question it but man i'm i hate it had to be DT
1: well, well, to all the Broncos fans who were, were cheer, cheering him on or, or, or NFL fans, I know it hurts to uh, you know, see him out, see him have passed away. But uh, as a as key point, I hope he's in a better place now. And so uh, hopefully the Broncos can continue c- to commemorate him with winning right. on the field. They did a great job with it this past weekend. We saw Justin Simmons get that interception and go straight to that 88 on the sideline. So uh, you never know what, how this can impact the team. Um, obviously, it's a negative thing that happened. But. Uh, maybe there's a positive that come out of it in terms of performance or just like emulating who he was as a person, as you alluded right. to keep always with a big smile and always with a big uh, personality. So uh, saddened to hear the loss, uh, but unfortunately we move forward. We'll be back here with call to the booth as we break down what the bank, what the Broncos can do with the Bengals coming into town next week. Back with more call to the booth, Harrison Sanford, Akeem Tully. We're looking ahead to this weekend's matchup for the Denver Broncos as they host the Cincinnati Bengals Big-time matchup in our previous show this week. Aqib awarded the Broncos back in his no-fly zone uh, rankings as the number five team, and this is a great opportunity for them to solidify that standing as they take on Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. Uh, Pretty impressive passing attack there for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, What do you do if you're on the other side of the ball and you're the Broncos, Aqib?
0: Keep them guys on the sideline, man. You do what you did this past week. And you tote that rock, man. You you think they had 40 carries between the two running backs, man. a Bunch of yards, probably 200 yards, three or four touchdowns. But they did a great job, man, just just dominating up front. So this is the time of the year. December football is, is about them trenches. And so you need them O-line coming off the ball and you need them D-line coming off the ball to stop that run. So stop mixing. Start with mixing. Start with mixing, stop mixing and and, and run that ball. And try to be if you, if you even close to as successful as you was last week, you'll be just fine in this game.
1: Yeah. And you, and you saw that uh, the the pass rush also did well last week. Uh, The Broncos really, really invigorated a 38 to 10 win. uh, Melvin Gordon had 24 uh, totes, 111 yards, two touchdowns. Mm Javante Williams, 15 rushes, 73 yards, touchdown, and also receiving touchdown. They are a dynamic duo. Might be the best duo. Of yeah. Running backs in the league this year, especially with Kareem Hunt and uh Nick Chubb not being able Bang to be up. on the field yeah. at the same time uh this year. Uh as it pertains to uh the rest of the AFC West, though, Chiefs at the Chargers that Huge happens game. Thursday and the Raiders and the Raiders fading away as well. Quick thoughts on the Chiefs and Chargers, what you saw from this past weekend,
0: uh keep. Well, the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs is pretty much gonna control that AFC West. Uh they 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 gonna have to control the Broncos already got six losses. Yeah, Chargers got five losses. They play everybody, though. But uh, I think the Broncos really is going to be competing against the Chargers, the Raiders. Y'all out of there, man. They lost again. They gonna have. They got the Browns. They probably gonna lose on Christmas to the Browns. they will be out of there. So you're really competing against the Chargers for one of these wild card spots, man. Whether it's five, six, or seven. So you got to win the game. You you barely you can't lose no more. You you can't afford no more else. So you got to beat the Bengals. You got to beat the Raiders. And then you get to see the Chargers head-to-head. That might be the game that, that get them six loss and that'll probably put you past them with that tiebreaker. Then you got to see the Chiefs. So hopefully the Chiefs just went out. If the Chiefs could win out in that last game, not mean much to them, that'll be a good situation for the Broncos. You know what I'm saying? So these next three weeks, these next three weeks, man, it's going to tell it. Got to start with the Bengals. but You got to keep your eye on them Chargers and watch what they're doing too.
1: Uh, real quick, I know we mostly talk about the Broncos, but what were the Raiders thinking, standing on the Chiefs logo
0: at midfield? Oh, I, I still don't know what they was thinking right there. Like, uh, you banged up, you're not 100%, you you're not a hundred percent, you, you not, you not the ten and two team who enter in the field. Like, I don't know what they. Maybe they maybe they needed some extra juice. They tried to crank themselves up, but all you do then, and you 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 just add fire to the flame, man. You. That's just so disrespectful. You you don't do that unless you really, unless you really, really got it out for these guys. And you do that when you got a 2015 Broncos type of D, where we know we finna come beat some ass. Period. We it don't matter. We finna come bully people. We leaving with three 15 yard flags. If you got a defense, if you got a team like built like that, then you do stuff like that. I don't think the Raiders got that kind of team.
1: Raiders were out of pocket for sure. The Bengals, I think they won't be as. Uh unwise as the the Bengals won't be as unwise as uh, the raiders were this past weekend all right before we get out of here quick pick broncos are actually two point favorites with the 43 and a half over under with the Bengals coming into town what you got
0: i think it'll be a close game i think it'll be a, a tight three-point game either way but i'm riding with the broncos at the house man i think i think i think i love how they're getting that O-line is getting healthy. They're getting those guys back, and they're coming off that ball right now. I think that'll carry over to this week.
1: Yeah, Broncos are looking good. A, there should be some real optimism uh, going forward here, and, and low-key Joe Burrow uh, could very well lead the league in interceptions, and the Broncos could help play a role in that this upcoming weekend. So that's key to leave. I'm Harrison Safer. Make sure you come back next week as we review what happened and look ahead to next week. See you next time.